Welcome to the Modern Day Med Spa, a short-form podcast by Audacity Consulting so you can listen and learn on your way to the office. Learn to build a million-dollar business and gain back your time with easy frameworks, strategies, and tactics. If this is helpful, leave us a five-star review and subscribe. Welcome, Med Spa owners, to another episode of the Modern Day Med Spa here with Mark Molinaro and Dean Trinkline in Pueblo, Colorado. Dean, what's good today? It's all good. It's all good in my hood, man. What's good with you? Not much, man. Um, today, we're talking about the scorecard for success. And a lot of you might be like, all right, this is it. We're getting our numbers. We're going to talk about what we need to be doing. Uh, we're going to talk about how to evaluate our businesses. But I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to give you a few of those. But this is all up to you guys to really create your scorecard and to figure out what it is you need, the numbers you need to be able to make your team and hold your team accountable and to make sure that your business is thriving in 2023. So uh, let's talk about having a scorecard, first of all, and having these numbers in place. Why is this so important, Dean? Oh, my God. The scorecard changed my whole business, right? Firstly, establishing an op system changed my business, but including the scorecard as a piece of that op system completely changed my business and my business is. <clears throat> I will never operate another business again without having one. And here's why. It makes us responsive and proactive versus reactive, okay? So most businesses, their scorecard is their P&L, their profit and loss at the end of the mm. month, right? So by the time they're looking at it, a lot of these places are balls deep in the red. Well, that I'm sorry, folks, but that month is already done, come and fucking gone. There ain't shit you can do about it. The only thing you can do now is hope to do better the next month. But how? What are exactly. you tracking? What right. are your measurables? <clears throat> right? Yeah. Can't do it. You can't do I, it. I, I can this to like somebody on a personal level, since we're all <clears throat> listening, we all have a personal life as well, is when you start, you have a credit card, you start swipe, 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 swipe throughout the month. And then all of a sudden at the end of the month, you're like, okay, cool. Like four, four grand, five grand I spent, I racked up. Let's pay the bill. Let's see how much we have left in the account and we'll pay that off. Rather than how much am I spending on my needs, wants and my savings, right? And so like being able to divvy those up and even more granularly, how much am I spending on fun money? How much am I spending on my groceries and those kinds of different subsets? So like having those kinds of uh, detail and minutia is really, really important for this. And we get to talking to a lot of med spa owners and they come and they're like, I mean, yeah, like I, yeah, it's fine. Like, like, wow, it's just not that important. Like as long as we're profitable, as long as, you know, we are making some money, everything is just fine. And we're here to tell you that that is just not the case. What are some of like the better, like what, when, whenever we install this Dean, like what, what happens whenever like a med spa owner gets this and they're like, oh yes, what happens? Dude, that's one of the funnest parts, right? Is watching it click, not just for the owner, but for their team. Because the beautiful thing about a scorecard is it gets your whole team involved. Yeah. Uh, it, it almost becomes a competition. Yeah, a game. Yeah. It, it, it really gamifies the whole mm -hmm. entrepreneurial process. And right. even for your team, they become like intrapreneurs, right? They, they, they suddenly, because everybody has a number that's attached to them that they're responsible for, they're, they're a part of the business now, like their decisions and how they go about their day-to-day -day and their business within this op system will dictate the future of the company. So they're, they feel fully vested now. Right. Exactly. Um, and, and I think, I think that, that when they, when, when they 
we we had an episode prior talking about getting the team more involved and we talked about it from the the standpoint of them doing more sales on their own right bringing more to the table in that capacity now we're talking about it from an operational standpoint right and now they feel even more invested right <clears throat> Um, we're going to get into some of the metrics that our med spas use here in just a couple minutes, tell you about how it's made an impact on some of them, yes. but I want to share kind of like what this, what a scorecard, how, how, how does it, how does it act in, in daily life for a med spa owner? So at a like super like baseline level, if you have nothing going on right now, this could literally be a piece of paper or a whiteboard in which you just draw a chart. You have each one of your employees, estheticians, front desk, everybody, and you assign them several different numbers that they must hit every single week in order to do so, you recap it at the end, okay? If you have any ounce of technology basis, use a spreadsheet. This is the best way to do so. Color code it, make sure everyone has access to it. Google Sheets has worked wonders for us. And we have a really good one that talks about some of the numbers inside of our sales process, inside of our operations of our med spas that really work, that work really well and hold our team accountable. And then, but if you want to get really wild, you can use things like Notion or Monday or ClickUp or Asana, Trello, those kinds of things. Those are really great systems as well. But I, I urge you to not get too complicated and not make this perfect and to really just get started and putting these numbers in place. The where the real magic really happens is not just creating the spreadsheet and putting names and numbers on there. It is the follow-up and it is the management and leadership around these numbers. Yes. Dean, tell us like what that kind of looks like on and, and where, where MedSpot's kind of, kind of F this up a few times. Well, they fuck it up because nine out of 10 of them don't even fucking have one. Right. But, but again, they don't know what to start, but, you know, just to kind of get back to that deal, like why, why it's important to have one is it brings all of the information into one place. That's exactly right. You can, at a glance, you can look where you are either killing it or you are deficient and right. you can make the adjustments real time, say during your daily huddles or your weekly meetings. And you're right. not waiting for that daggum PL at the end of the month, but what it looks like and what it is really fun. Right. So when you see it fully flying and, 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 and you've fully adapted to it, you and your team, Everybody has their number. You talk about it at the at the beginning of the business. You say it's like scorecard time. We devote five minutes toward it at the at the beginning of the meeting. You go around the table. Okay, you. What's your number? Say somebody's in charge of sales and marketing, and they go through their their magic numbers. Or you, you are responsible for this, and they just raffle it off and say. And then you can look, and right next to your goal number is the actual number. So you're either surpassing the goal for that week. Or you're not quite there. If you're not quite there, it's magic because it tells us where we need to focus our attention. That's exactly right. And then once you start to look at it and you have a, not just today's or this week's, but you have the last four, eight, 12, 16 weeks. Well, now you start to look at the trends, right? And so what happens when you see trends? Like once is, once is an accident. This is, this is from a, a show that Dean and I used to watch. Uh, uh, Sunday night countdown and on ESPN where Chris Berman said once is an accident, twice is a trend and three times is evidence, right? Yeah. So once you might have an off week, it happens to everybody. But if you have twice or three times in a row, then you're starting to get into like, okay, something's up with this character in my business. Or if they just are really bad and they're just not hitting the numbers that you want out of this, 
then either one thing needs to happen. Either you need to change the roles, responsibilities, metrics, or expectations of them, or you need to just fire them and put them in a different spot or get rid of them completely. Right. And bro, on that note too, it goes the other way, right? With the once, twice, and three times. If it's mm-hmm. going the good, the right way, now what you've done is you've just established predictability. Yep. You can now forecast your metrics going forward and right. plan your budgeting, your, your hiring, anything, oh. your growth based on, and, and the here's the magic, guys. You start seeing the power of the scorecard and, and, and uh, implementing our operation system in about the first month. In about the daggum first month, it happens lickety freaking split. And it gets really fun, really freaking fast. Because if you are doing the right things, you'll know it. And you can start forecasting. If you aren't doing the right things, you'll know it real time. And we can put a little more attention to those things. I like how you say dadgum. Is that like, uh, where did that like, where did that come from? Like, I, I like, I, I, it reminds me of my, uh, my wife's uh, stepdad it's just his dad gum all the time. <laughs> it's interesting because I don't mind saying the word fuck or dropping yeah, yeah. in there, but I'll say dad gum instead. Of, <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've always said it in doggone dad gum and doggone. It just rolls off my tongue. I don't know. There's that. There's that country and in, in Dean coming out yeah, a little bit. and lickety split. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's hilarious. So you're you, so you're a med spa owner. You have this scorecard. You're now able to almost like at a glance, see what all numbers are happening more than just sales, more than just appointments, more than just leads and all those kinds of things, which are really gross numbers, right? I mean, gross meaning like big, broad numbers, but how can we, how can we operate these efficiencies? We talked earlier about having like all the little numbers, like when you swipe a credit card, how can you create the categories of which you need to make sure that you are optimizing each little one rather than just, Hey, I just need to spend less. Cause that's a, that's a huge plan. Just like somebody saying, Hey, I just need, I need, I need to lose weight rather than having a plan for all of these things. Right. Once you start to seeing all the minutia, all the little details, then you can be like, okay, I know exactly what to do next. It's not just go work out or, or, uh, or, or eat less. It's now like, okay, here are the habits I need. I need to start waking up earlier, doing some breath work, uh, put, turning on my car a little bit earlier, those kinds right. of things. Right. Um, so let's explain some of these metrics that um, you think, Dean, that each med spa needs to be tracking on a weekly basis. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. So first and foremost, let me preface this by saying this is highly subjective, depending on where your business is. But there are several that are pretty foundational that I would highly suggest, right? So we have our, our very basic ones. Mark and I call them our big five. And it's leads, bookings, the bookings that actually showed sales and upsells. That's five, right? Um, And just to give you some examples, all right? You want these broken down in weekly bits, right? Because you want to go over them every week. You don't want to wait for the month. This isn't monthly numbers. So you want to take a look. Like, for instance, if you have 400 leads a month come in, you want to break it down to 100. Four weeks, roughly 100. So leads, if you have 100 of those, you start tracking that. The goal is 100. If you get 105, great. If you come in a little bit under, we need to look at what's what's going on, what's slowing down the lead flow. Bookings, whatever that number is, 75, say. Booking showed, that should be 70. Sales, 65. Upsells, 
about 20, right? Just depending. Some people are better at upselling than others. These are numbers that you need to do. And you need to put somebody in charge of those because if something isn't going wrong there, you as the owner shouldn't be dealing with that. It should be somebody on your team. Now, maybe as the owner, you want to keep these numbers, right? But now we're looking at other numbers, things like with your marketing, pieces of content you put out a week on social media, establish a goal. Say you want two pieces to go out every day. That means you need 10 every week if you work a Monday to to, to Friday deal, right? Um, five-star reviews. This is big. I think everybody should track their reviews, right? Especially the five-star ones. So how do you create that number? Well, I know if I have new clients coming in, I want my service to be so impeccable. Say I had, say I served uh, 35 new clients that week. I want 35 five-star reviews. And if it, the longer we do this, like, like we were talking earlier, you can see patterns and trends. So you can forecast I'm averaging 35 new people a week, but I'm only getting 15 five-star reviews. Well, something's wrong with the service. Do you see how this, you it can help you real time. Yeah. Some, of, some of the people listening right now are getting zero five-star reviews, Dean. So don't make them. Yeah. Feel man. Bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a quick hit. We can help you fix that really quick. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another really good number is, especially if you've been in business for a bit and you you have you know a decent client database, old client reach outs. We love having our people reach out to old clients and try and get them back in. That's money that was already made from somebody who already knows, likes, and trusts you. Another one might be packages sold over five thousand uh, dollars. So. Or you can make it ten thousand. It just depends on where you're at. We have some that are doing ten thousand. You know, um, you want to average. I don't know, two packages a week at $10,000. Well, you go, you see that on one week you hit it, the next week maybe you didn't. You need to put a little more effort into maybe pushing those packages if they need them. Uh, daily huddle attendance, weekly uh, meeting attendance, and then new client testimonials, right? These, these are big numbers that go a long way that you can track, that you can see the trend or the the direction your business is going. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you can see it very easily on mm -hmm. one page at a glance. Mark said it best. You can get as low tech as tracking it on a legal pad or as high tech as getting into Trello, Notion, Monday, or some kind of project management tool. It right. doesn't need to be that way in order for it to be very, very effective. This is probably right. one single, singularly, aside from our accountability chart and our people analyzer, probably the most effective tool in our arsenal that you should be taking advantage of. Exactly. And then when it's, when it's, when it's accounted for and it's reported on weekly, that's where the magic is made. Rem reminder that like a scorecard is only a piece of paper. It's only a spreadsheet. It's only a tool that you use, but it's how you report it and hold people accountable to make sure that they're actually hitting the numbers. Are you actually, are people actually telling the truth on these numbers? Are you asking questions as a leader? Are you, are you uh, giving them constructive feedback on how to improve down the line? Are you actually holding these meetings, right? And actually not skipping out on them being, oh, we'll just talk next week. We're too busy. That's not the, that's not the definition of a consistent leader, right? You have to have these meetings on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, right? Mark, and you said something there that I think every business owner, I don't give a damn what the industry is. Uh, about being honest about the number. The beautiful thing about a scorecard, especially the ones that we put together for our clients, is it smokes the people that are lying out. Right. You, th this is a fully transparent op system and yeah. everything that goes into it, all the tools that we Im implement with it and all of the strategies <clears throat> we teach for um, uh, 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 integrating it into your company, 
it will smoke out the people that have been basically twiddling their thumbs and doing just to get by. Smoke them right out. Yep. Um, other, other, one other metric that I came up with is just like billable hours, right? Number of um, appointments taken, um, number of uh, dollars that each esthetician or uh, employee was responsible for in, in the week. Like, think about that. Like if someone here, if you guys have a meeting and me and Dean are employees and Dean's like, Hey, I did uh 10K this week. And I was like, Oh crap. I only did 2K. I better level up. It kind of energizes me to actually kind of do more. We get a little bit competitive here. Right. Yes. And that's the purpose of having these things a little bit. And dude, the thing is, is it just branches out. Right. So let's say that becomes the norm. Say I'm doing 10K a week and you're doing 2K. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not that you're any less talented than I am. Say we're both injectors or we're both, it doesn't matter what we are. Say we do the same exact thing. Right. Both share the same talent level. This is going to expose something being that I might be better in a consultation than you are. Maybe you have a communication issue. Right. Right. right? So the scorecard will kind of show a lot of these things that we can work on at at real time, real life levels outside Mm -hmm. of that sheet of paper. Yep. And we're going to talk about meetings and other episodes, but the general rundown here is you talk and you get your team together and make sure everybody on staff is on board and you as a med spot owner are leading this team. All right, Sally, go ahead with your numbers. And this should take no more than 15 seconds. Uh, this week I had, uh, I'd had this many appointments, uh, this many showed, uh, collected this much, and then we have this many upsells next, right? We don't need to discuss. You don't need to like fluff it and be like, well, they're coming back. And like uh, they, 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 they said they were like, stop that. Numbers, hard data, move on, right? That's it, brother. That is it. And look, take the time uh, with the explanations and all the frou-frou and, and fluffy shit with your clients. But in meetings, mm-hmm. hardcore data, hardcore numbers, matter of fact, get the fuck out. Exactly. And again, this is uh, such a foundational piece to... Um, establishing not only the, um, the, the, the growth, the, the trends, the trajectory, but also the culture, the leadership and everything there. Cause like you can really establish uh, a culture of honesty and transparency behind these things. I can't tell you how many times I've been in meetings where like, well, I collected, uh, I had um, this many appointments this week. They're like, wait a minute. As I'm looking back on like the total, you had 10, you had 10, you had 10. On my record that showed we only had 20, something's off here. Who's not telling the truth, right? So you can start to open up and be more uh, and and have real um, hard data, objective conversations with your team. You have to encourage a culture of trust and transparency in order. But but again, you, you mm-hmm. need to be doing this before you start implementing the scorecard. Hopefully you've done it already because if not, again, the scorecard is going to smoke out the people that aren't pulling their weight. Exactly. Um, by the way, if you guys are listening to this uh, and you want a good spreadsheet on how to track your sales process, the big five, we have a great spreadsheet. Just go to Audacity or actually message us on Instagram at the modern day med spa, uh, DM us numbers, and we'll be able to send you that exact spreadsheet. We'll just DM it to you there for free. Um, just make sure just you DM us numbers at the modern day med spa. Make sure you're following us. And then also guys, if uh, depending on when this pro- uh, publishes, 
uh, on at the end of January, we're going to be uh, hosting a masterclass on how to really break down your business and the things that you need to do based on where you're at. So this is going to be live. This is going to be over Zoom. It's going to be me and Dean running this. We're going to show you exactly where the big hole in your sales process really is and what you can really be doing to increase the revenue inside of your sales for the month of February. So DM us masterclass if you want to invite to that. Again, DM us masterclass at the Modern Day Med Spa on Instagram. Instagram, and we'll send you a free invite for that. Dean, anything else for the scorecard? For the scorecard? No, I'm just super excited for this masterclass. We're going to blow some fucking minds. That's rock and roll, dude. All right, that's it for this episode, guys. We will see you on the next one. See you.